This is the Kitzer of the fourth Sicha of Parshas Ve'era and Chelek Tezayin on page 79. The Rebbe begins with the Pasuk, Vayet Arnes Yodai, Vatala Tzvardeya, Vatachas Es Eretz Mitzrayim. And Rashi brings from the Pasuk the words Vatala Tzvardeya and he explains, Tzvardeya Achas Aisa. There was one Tzvardeya, Vayumakin Aisa, Vimatezes Nechilim Nechilim. They hit it and it streamed forth swarms and swarms of frogs. So what's Rashi coming to explain? Why does the Pasuk say one frog if there were many, many frogs that covered Mitzrayim? But the question is, why is Rashi bringing this pshat from the Medrash? Why doesn't Rashi say the pshat that it says in the Gemara, either Rabbi Kiva's opinion, Rabbi Kiva says there was one frog that gave birth to many, many frogs that covered Mitzrayim. Or Rabbi Lazar ben opinion that says that there was one frog that whistled and all the frogs of the world heard and came. And the advantage of those pshatim is, that they explained that the Makkah happened in a way where, yes, it was a miracle, but it's a miracle that has some connection to some kind of development within nature, whether the birth or the whistling. Whereas Rashi chooses a shot that they hit it and these new frogs just came flying out of it, completely supernatural. Why would Rashi interpret in Pshutish or Mikra this level of an S? We know there's no reason to explain that the nest happened in such a way to such an extent, if there's no hint for this in the Pasik. Then Rashi brings a second shot. And Rashi says, In the simple shot, we can say, The swarming of frogs is called in the singular, the swarming of frogs. And that's what the Pasik means. And Rashi brings a proof, over there as well, when it says kinam in the singular term, it means the creeping of all the lice. And Rashi says, Gdulida Balaz. In French, it's Gdulida. And then Rashi adds, Va'af, Vatala, Tzvardeya, Grinulida Balaz. Tzvardeya here means the swarming of the frogs. And therefore, the, the swarming is referred to in the singular. So the first question here is, why does Rashi bring the simple Pshat of the Pasik second and the Medrash first? If Rashi always explains the simple Pshat of the Pasik first, there must be an advantage in the Medrash's Pshat. Now, also, the comparison that Rashi makes from the Tzvardeya to the kinim. So what's going on over here? Rashi is trying to prove this idea that even though on the Pasuk it says Tzvardeya, it could be referring to the shirots of the Tzvardim, the swarming of the frogs. So why is Rashi bringing a raya from kinim? Because over there as well, the word kinim means the creeping of, of the lice. And the chiddush here is, even though in the word Tzvardeya or in the word kinim, there's absolutely no hint to this, and especially because the creeping or the swarming that there is by the lice or by the frogs is not something that's unique about lice or frogs. So when you use the term tzfardeya or kinim, there's no hint to the fact that we're talking about shirots or rechisha. But nevertheless, we see that that's what it means by kinim. So that's what it means here. But there's still a difference between kinim and tzfardeya because regarding kinim, the Torah actually switches the nekuda of the word. It doesn't say kinim, which is plural. It doesn't say kinna, which is Lashon Yachet. It says kinom, with a comets. Why does the Torah switch the word? Because it wants you to understand that it's referring to the creeping of the kinim, not the kinim itself. When it comes over here to the Tzvardeya, though, the Torah does not switch the word. Tzvardeya is Tzvardeya. And nevertheless, it's referring to not the Tzvardeya itself, but the swarming of the Tzvardeya. So that's why when Rashi, by, by Kinim, Rashi doesn't even bring a second pshat. That's the pshat, there's no other way to explain it. Over here when it comes to Tzvardeya, Rashi brings a first pshat, and then in the second pshat Rashi says, we could also say, yes, Shloima, that it's similar to Kinim, and here as well, it means the swarming of the frogs. 
And that's the reason why Rashi here brings the, the French Grinulida, because in French, Atzfadeya is actually Grinuli. But then when you're talking about the swarming of the frogs, it's Grinulida. So you see that it's a different word. So that makes it difficult to say that Sfardeya doesn't mean the actual frog, it means the swarming of the frogs. But nevertheless, Rashi says, we see that the Taita does similar regarding Kinim, that even though the, the word Kinim or even Kinom doesn't hint to the creeping, but it means the creeping of the lice, so here as well it means the swarming of the frogs. So according to this, we can understand why Rashi brings this Pshat second, because this Pshat does not really fit so well into the actual word Sfardeya. Whereas the first shot of, of Medrashai, which says that there was just one Tzfardeya that came out, that fits into the simple shot of the word Tzfardeya. But now the problem is, why would Rashi say that the second shot is Pshutai? Pshutai means it's the Pashto shot of the word. Rashi should have said that this is Pshutai Shal Mikra, meaning that the only advantage that there is to the second shot is that the first shot is being Mechadish, a new miracle that occurred there about this... this uh, sprouting of these frogs that came from this one frog that's not hinted to in the Pasuk at all. But as far as the simple pshat of the word, Medrashai, the first pshat, is much better in the word than the second pshat. The shiritz of Tzvardin does not fit into the word Tzvardeya. So why does Rashi say pshutoi, which sounds like Rashi is saying that actually the second pshat is an advantage in the pshat of the word? So the Rebbe explains that, first of all, the truth is that the first pshat has an advantage, not only regarding the word Svardeya itself, that it's literal that it was one Svardeya, but it's actually also an advantage regarding the whole Pasik. Because really, there would be a simple pshat that you could say here, that when it says the singular term of Tzvardeya, it's referring to the min of Tzvardeya. Like Rashi said already earlier in Parshas Vayishlach, that when the Torah writes Shoir, it means the min of Shvarim Harbe. So why doesn't Rashi say that here? The reason is because here we find that the Taita always refers to the Tzfardim in the plural term, Tzfardim, ten times actually. One time the Taita changes and writes Tzfardeya. Why does the Taita change? So that's actually explained only according to the first shot. Because according to the first shot, since we're talking about the beginning of the Makkah, when only one Tzfardeya came out, and then afterwards they hit it, so that explains why here the Taita wrote one Tzfardeya, and all other times it writes Tzfardim. But according to the second shot, that's not actually fully answered. Because even if we're going to say that the Torah uses the singular term regarding the beginning, when it, it came out, when the, when the, the swarming of the Tzvardeya happened, and that's a singular term, the swarming of the Tzvardeya, but it doesn't answer it fully because we see right afterwards, it says in the Pasuk, they also brought the, the swarming of the frogs, and nevertheless it says in a plural, so therefore the second shot does not answer this. So that's another advantage that there is in the first pshat, not only in the taich of the word, but also in the context of the posik. But we still have to understand that there must be a maila in the second pshat, not only regarding the context of the posik, that according to the second pshat, we don't have to say that there's a new miracle that happened here that's not hinted to in the posik, but there has to be a maila in the words of Vatal Hatzfardeya itself, and that's what Ashi says, that this is pshutoi. So the Rebbe explains that what Ashi is really coming to address here is, is another question that not only is, is this word Vatal Tzvardeya in contradiction to this, that it, or, or different than the fact that it always says Tzvardeim, but it's actually a contradiction to the command that Aaron got. The mitzvah, the command was, Unlike other makkas where it says Vayoal, that the makkah will just happen, but you actually should bring up all the Tzvardeim. So if so, the question is, 
How, how did Aaron fulfill this? If Bepoyal, what happened is, Vatal had Svardaya, just one Svardaya. So therefore, in the first shot, Rashi explains that and Rashi chooses this shot saying that it was one Svardaya, but that one Svardaya matezes. The word matezes means that it sort of splashed into many Svardim. When they hit it, it's not that it, it just came out of the Svardim. This one Svardaya split and splashed into many Svardim. So therefore, it really means that Aaron did fulfill the Tzivi of the Ha'al Esat Svardim because this one Svardaya splashed into many. Which is not going to be true according to Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah or Rabbi Kiva that say there is one that whistled or one that gave birth. Because then Aaron only brought the one Svardaya. Whereas according to the Pshat Rashi brings, it's one Svardaya and it itself splashed into many. So now, when the Pasuk says, Vatalat Svardaya, the Pasuk here is coming to tell us how Aaron fulfilled the mitzvah of the Ebishter that he had. And the, according to the Medrash, Vatal Svardaya means two things. First of all, it came up, one Svardaya. But also, Vatal here means it caused to come up more. It caused to splash more Svardim. That's how you're going to have to interpret Vatal. That's, that's how the Pasuk is telling you that Aaron fulfilled the mitzvah he had. And therefore, on that Rashi says that that is Medrash. That we have to touch the word in two ways. Pshutoi of the words vatal at Tzvardeya is that the Tzvardeya came up. That's it. Not that anything else. That the swarm of Tzvardim came up. Literally, you don't have to say that it caused other caused it to come up more. And therefore, according to this, we're going to have to say that it refers to the swarm. So that's why Rashi says that it's the pshat of the word itself. But according to what we explained before, already we understand the problems that there are with the second shot and the advantages that there are with the first shot, so Rashi brings it second. Now what we can learn out from this Rashi in Yena Shaltaira is that Chazal tell us and this is something which is very important. Chazal say that if you don't, there's, there's punishments for this and it's extremely important to be careful with this. And this is even more so when you're teaching Taira, that you have to teach it and completely like a Shulchan Aruch. But there could be cases where a person, for unavoidable reasons, can't fulfill a mitzvah fully. And then we say that you have to do whatever part of the mitzvah you can. Like we find that Moshe Rabbeinu, that he fulfilled the mitzvah of separating the Ore Niklot and Eved Ayard, and even though he couldn't fulfill the completion of the mitzvah in Eretz Yisrael. So now there could also be cases where there's a suffix, where it's not clear what the mitzvah is, and therefore you can't really complete the mitzvah. For example, by tzedakah. By tzedakah, there's never an end. So over there you say, the more you give, the better it is. But then there's also a different type of situation, which is similar to what we're talking about here. By the, the, the din of Malchus, the Gemara says that even though in the Pasuk it says Arboim, Chazal understood and interpreted the Pasuk to mean 39, because Pen Yosef, so that you shouldn't add and hit extra, to give Malchus extra. Botsri Rabbanon. So now this explains also over here the two Pshatim in Rashi, if you learn the simple Pshat of the Pasuk. So that's the second Pshat of Rashi, that Aaron is the one that brought the whole swarming of the Sfardim to cover the entire Mitzrayim. So meaning Aaron finished the entire mitzvah of the full plague. That's Pshutri what we're talking about here, the actual plague. But according to Medrash, the main point of the plague was not the actual plague itself, but the result that's going to come after the plague. That Pada is going to ask, what's going on over here? Who brought this plague? And because of this, he's going to realize that he has to send the Yitnara Mitzrayim. So according to that, Aaron didn't mamish bring the entire plague itself, but he did cause this result that happened that Pada came to inquire what's going on over here. And even more so, this is a situation where there's sort of a doubt 
regarding what the Abish meant when the Abish says Tzfardim, Tzfardim. Maybe the Abish really only meant one Tzfardim. That's really the main point that will bring Paroi to ask what's going on over here. So therefore there's a doubt whether he has to bring more Tzfardim and less, and you can't plague more than the Abish said. Aaron can't do more than the Abish said to add another Makkah or more to the Makkah. So there's a doubt over here. So he couldn't finish it off all the way. So therefore, Pen Yosef, he says, he's always going to do the minimum of what's necessary, which is one Sfardeya. That's according to the first Pratanashi, according to the Medrash. From this we could learn out that first, when it comes to a mitzvah, you're beginning something, you're mashpi on someone, you're makad of someone, don't be satisfied with just beginning it. Take it through the whole process and work with him more and more until you bring him to, 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 to what Shulchan Aruch says, to Tachlis Eilui. But on the other hand, if you can't be successful and, and work with them fully, don't think that a one-time mitzvah or a one-time thing that you do is worthless. You have to do whatever you can. Mitzvah shev shalakayma akaymena. And the Ebeshter will do the rest. And b'chlal, we don't have to think about the hidden ways. You have to do whatever you can to be mekar v'yid. And the Ebeshter will take care of the rest. The Ebeshter will bring it down that it should materialize in, in, in Maisa in the world. And when the Ebeshter does so, so then the Ebeshter could do so without any limitations and restrictions and will bring it to Tachlis Ha'iloi V'Hashleimos.